Welcome to a special bonus episode of My Got a Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Wood. I asked my friend Megan, who's an Auburn fan, to join me for a segment in our Auburn preview show. I was hoping she could give us all an Auburn fan's perspective. Honestly, the conversation went so well that I couldn't cut it down to be a segment in the Auburn preview. I decided to just post the entire conversation as a solo episode. So let's get right to it. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Megan. I think the first thing is like when we were texting about it, um, that you had pretty much the same reaction of me in that it's so weird that we're playing this time of year. No, I definitely feel the same way. And actually, I ended up looking it up because I'm just a nerd like that. And this is the first time since 1936 that we're not playing in the month of November. And even in the years that we've played outside of November, it's always been later dates in October, never the first weekend in October. And then I believe there was one game like way, way back that was played in February, but we're not even going to count that. Um, So the fact that this is not, you know, the week before the Alabama game or even like almost leading into Thanksgiving time feels almost like anticlimactic a little bit, you know, like, I don't don't know. This just doesn't feel right. Well, it does, and like I already rec- like we've already recorded uh, with my my co-host John and I like our thoughts on the game, and like kind of what I opened with was like I just like wasn't ready. Like I knew I wasn't ready already, yeah. and then game one ended. And usually, like uh, when we're coming into the Auburn game, there's just like so much stuff on social media. Like there's the I don't know if you've seen the Squid Billies thing where the with T Pain and like Auburn sucks. Whatever, no. like, I don't know if you've ever even heard that? I'll send that to you. Okay. Um, you'll hear, you'll you'll hear it <laughs> on, the or on the on the other episode. It's, spoiler alert! It'll be in there. Oh, um, nice. But like, like that's always getting passed around, right? And I'm usually I feel like like I always like tweet that or whatever, and it like it just hadn't really thought about it. You know, I don't know. It just it's it's so weird. It should be cold outside. Well, yeah, it should be cold outside, but I think also the fact that we're playing with only one game under our belt, like how much smack talking can we even do? Like neither one of us know that much about our team because we've seen them play a game and not just like a game, but the first game of the season. Like that's, I don't know, like it just doesn't feel, I don't feel settled about it, I think is the best way to, the best way to put it. So I would like to get your perspective on my kind of a historical Auburn dig, but I'd like to hear your take on it to see if this is like a Georgia fan thing that I'm making up or if Auburn fans even feel that like, and that was my thought of like back when like I was in school, yeah, which was, I mean, we were in school like pretty much the same time, like, or we were in school at the same time, but it's well, like. No, you were hey. like the 1960s, I think. I was yeah, like uh-huh, closer, uh-huh. closer to the early, early 2000s. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're okay. like, what, one, like one year later than me. Right. <laughs> um, but like back then it was like Auburn, if Auburn was going to slip up, it was going to be early, you know? Right. And then like by the time Georgia and Auburn rolled around, I would feel like, why didn't we get to play Auburn earlier? Because now, you know, by that point, whatever running back is on the team has gotten going right. Um, Like, like a Rudy Johnson or something kind of deal, you know, like back then. And then like the defense has figured everything out. And so back then I used to think like, Oh, if we can only play them earlier. So my joke was kind of like, maybe this works to George's benefit 
because Auburn hasn't figured everything out yet. Although I will say, watching Georgia play last week, I'm sure you guys are saying that right now after uh, what our offense looked like. But I don't know, like historically, have you, I mean, am I making that up or is that a real thing that Auburn fans feel too, that you guys kind of, you know, I mean, I guess everyone improves as the season goes on, but. No, I think, I think as an Auburn fan, and I think you'd be hard pressed to find an Auburn fan who doesn't agree with this, but I feel like the Georgia game is always part of like the redemption season. Does that make sense? Like if we have Mm. some losses earlier in the season, if we come into November and we beat Georgia and we beat Alabama season saved, everything's great. Coach is staying, you know? And (laughs) so like with this, it just, it's not it's just not right. Like there's really no redemption. There's no like, so to speak, like spoiler um, mentality. Cause I know like, especially in the past few years going up against Georgia, there is that spoiler mentality. Like, wow, Georgia's having Mm -hmm. a really great season. We might have two losses, but we could totally screw up their chances of going to the championship or going to the playoffs. And now it's like, well, here we are game two. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't, feel like I don't know just as an Auburn fan I feel like there's always that opportunity for redemption on seasons where things may not be going a hundred percent the way we want to see it and that's Mm. just not going to be the case this year and don't get me wrong I'd rather play this game on Saturday than not play it at all but just from a historic perspective it just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem right Well, and the funny thing about that too, right? Like we mentioned, like not playing at all is like, we kind of would have had this anyway, even without the pandemic. Like it was, it's already been moved. And I, I've been thinking like, where can I find what the schedule was like online? Um, I'm not even really sure where to find it. Um, But like, it wasn't going to be the last game anyway, right? Because we've already like, they had already kind of flip-flopped. Like for us, it was like high level Auburn kind of flipped with Tennessee in the yeah. original schedule. So we were going to play Tennessee much late. And then I think you guys were supposed to get like LSU kind of where you usually play, would play Georgia or, or something okay. like that. Well, so I was already upset about that in the first place. And then I feel like now it's kind of like piling on <laughs> like with, right. uh, with everything else going on. Um, it's just, it's just weird. I, I don't know. I, I wish it would, I wish it would go back um, personally just, you know, because again, like historically, another thing I talked about in our, like in the first episode of this show was just like, even like, if you think back before the SEC championship game existed, like that Georgia Auburn game right at the end, I, I mean, you guys always have Alabama out after that. But for us, a lot of the, for years, that was like our last conference game. Right. And then we'd play Georgia Tech, you know, non-conference the last game. So like the SEC was riding on that game. Like you had to win that game if you're going to win the SEC, you know, to win the SEC championship. But I just, I hate that it's not like that. Anymore. Right. And just I feel like too, because Georgia's not playing Georgia Tech this year. What, what is y'all's last game? I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's like Vanderbilt. Right. So I mean, that's yeah. just a very anticlimactic end to the season. Whereas if Georgia Auburn was later, or if that ended up being the last game, I feel like both Georgia fans and Auburn fans would have embraced that more than just, you know, Georgia Bandy, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't, because even for us, Alabama is not our last game. So these Mm. big rivalry games and who knows if, if rivalry Saturday is even going to be a thing this year, because, you know, if we're not playing 
what I would say the right weekend, so to speak, then um, probably other schools aren't going to be either. Yeah, we're not. Everything, like our schedule is like super front loaded. So, I mean, we've got, I mean, we've got you guys this week, then we do Tennessee, then Bama. I mean, that's Auburn, Tennessee, Bama. Like we've never had anything like that's insane. Um, And then like, yeah, I think like our last, I don't have it up and I, it, it's so like fresh that I don't remember it all offhand, but I think we finished like South Carolina, Vanderbilt or something like that. But I will, I will say I would rather be playing Georgia this weekend than Mississippi state after what we <laughs> saw on Saturday. <laughs> Cause now right. where I was like, yeah, okay. Miss state. That's actually the game that we went to as a family last year. And now I'm like, dear God, that, well, that one has me a bit nervous. Yes, that well, that was so we get them too, and they were one of our two like add on games, you know, with the two additional conference games. Sure. So when the schedule came out, it was like, ooh, sweet, like Arkansas and, and Mississippi State, like our, you know, not, not too bad. And Mississippi State one definitely looks a lot, a lot harder now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. And especially if they've had more time throughout the season to kind of, like you said about Auburn, to kind of fine tune things, that could end right. up being. A, a bit of an upset alert, if you will. Got it. Cool. All right. So tell, I, I guess maybe like for the Georgia fan who doesn't know everything about Auburn, like we haven't set, we haven't had our season to, to learn who are some guys to, to watch out for on Saturday from the Auburn side. Um, well, I feel like, like looking at the game last weekend against Kentucky, um, I feel like Bo Nix definitely had a rusty start those first three quarters. Um, mm-hmm. But he did end up three three touchdowns and 233 passing yards. Um, I think by the end of the fourth quarter, things obviously like found the rhythm. Everything looks good. Um, I'm a bit nervous about um, our defensive line. They got the job done. However, I was seeing way too many runs up the middle, which drives me freaking insane. Um, so that was a bit of a rough start, but I felt when I was looking back at that game and those stats, and then looking at what Georgia did last weekend, I feel like Kentucky was probably more of a decent opponent than Arkansas was because both teams struggled early on, but Kentucky, I mean, historically Kentucky is kind of like, ha ha, we're playing Kentucky. Um, but I mean, they're a little better. They're a little better now than they used to be. I looked it up and last season they were eight and five overall and had three sec wins. Whereas Arkansas was two and 10 overall and had zero (laughs) conference wins. Yeah. They haven't won the, Arkansas hasn't won the sec in like two years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like as far as, you know, looking at both of those games, like UGA's embarrassing start was maybe a little bit more embarrassing than Auburn's start. Um, uh, that's, that's, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, um, we were all freaking out. So. <laughs> right. And I like by same thing that Auburn did by the second half, I mean, by the third quarter, you guys had turned it around. Um, but I don't think you can wait that long against Auburn to kind of show up you know, to the game. Um, I I did like um, Williams. I feel like the Williams Knicks combo um, is going to be really good. And that's going to be something that Georgia is going to need to um, look out for. Um, But I mean, overall, I think Bo Nix has been, you know, kind of like the, the face of the Auburn situation, so to speak, um, last season and now again this season. But I feel like, you know, now he's a sophomore and he has some SEC experience under his belt. So 
And especially like those first three quarters last week, now hopefully we have a rhythm, we know what we're doing, and we'll come out at the beginning, I'm hoping, a lot stronger against Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Must be nice to have a returning starting quarterback. We don't. I know. And (laughs) speaking speaking of that, Jim, like what I saw that uh, JT Daniels was cleared to play, but is he starting on Saturday? Oh, I mean, so no, zero percent chance Kirby Smart announces anything. Like we're gonna have to wait until the Georgia Georgia offense gets the ball to know who's starting. Uh, The interesting thing too is the way he worded it in his press conference. So Kirby Smart said that. JT Daniels will be cleared for the game on Saturday. He did not say has been cleared. So that was curious to me. Um, uh, So, yeah, um, not to spoil it, I'll I'll tell you, but I'm going to have to cut this out for when okay. <laughs> depending on the order uh, of when I post this stuff, because one of the uh, predictions that we went through on our show was who will the starting quarterback be? Um, and so I actually went with JT Daniels. Okay. Uh, my co-host, John, he went with Stetson Bennett. So neither of us picked Mathis. Although I'll say I was listening to the Audible on The Athletic uh, today, and they had the Georgia beat writer on. And he was saying that he actually heard that that on Monday, Dwan Mathis got the most reps with the first team, which I was really surprised by. Um, but then he kind of, but then he also said that like a lot of times Monday is like a cleanup day and you're cleaning up the mistakes from the last game. Okay. Maybe it was that. And then it sounded like it was more 50, 50. Um, it was more 50, 50 actually though, but between Bennett and Mathis, not Daniels, which I also still surprised me. I, I was kind of working under the assumption that like they had picked Daniels and the reason he wasn't like that um, he hadn't been going with the ones because he knew he wasn't going to be cleared. And right. so that's why they were good Mathis that time. And apparently like Bennett got like hardly any times with the ones, which is another impressive thing of how well he played. I mean, you know, yeah. former walk-on guy. Um, we also did an over under on how many Georgia, Georgia quarterbacks will play in the game. And I said it at one and a half and we both took the over. <laughs> so I, I think, I think I, I, my expectation is that Mathis comes in okay. and as like a change of pace thing. That's Got what it. I, I have no though, like information. That's kind of like what, that's what I think will okay. happen. And so I actually picked like the Daniels would start and they'll bring, Matheson is a change of pace. Although I recorded that on Monday, now here on Wednesday, I'm kind of leaning towards Bennett starts and Mathis comes off the bench based on the latest information I've heard. Because I know like when I saw that either he has been cleared or he will be cleared, you know, my first thought was that he doesn't have SEC experience, but then you think about this season, does that really matter? Like is, you know, obviously you guys are at home, but having like the home crowd, well, there's only 23,000 fans there. Like that's not the same, you know, Sanford stadium, 90 K is there, is there even a home field advantage anywhere this year is kind of my question. Well, and then you kind of look at the Miss State LSU game this past weekend, and some people were like, I know Mike Leach said in his press conference that it was very loud and that it wasn't like he could just, you know, call plays from the um, from the sideline. But I mean, anybody who's watched SEC football or been a part of SEC football for any amount of time knows that going into Baton Rouge in at an in a night game climate, that's it's just a different situation altogether. And so I don't 
I don't, I don't know if, if not having any SEC experience, I mean, that might be to your advantage this week that, you know, he's coming in and not having to play in a normal SEC type environment. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's interesting. I hadn't even really thought of it that way. I'm going to, I'm, uh, yeah, we're all going to be like on the edge of our seat, like wondering who, right. <laughs> who oh, comes sure. out. Just, just like last week, right? I mean, like last week, it was kind of like, uh, and like uh, my co host John kind of joked it was like the worst, worst reveal ever because like there was a punt and then there was a penalty on the punt. And so like the camera had already like gone to the huddle. And so we saw Mathis. And then, like, but there was a penalty, and so then it was kind of wait a little bit, and then, oh no, yeah, it is him. Kind of, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, it was a bit of a hiccup there, but then, like, we had that last week, and now we've got it again this week. And like, I feel like last week there was like, like it hadn't been announced, but we all knew it was Mathis. Right. This week we have no clue. Yeah. No. Like, it, this this is going to be this is a bigger, I guess, secret than even last week. So. Right. Which I think definitely plays to Auburn's advantage there, I would think, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, Auburn only has film on you know two quarterbacks in one game, so mm, I like that know, silver lining you're giving me here. I know how, I mean, <laughs> but how much preparation really could they have, regardless of which quarterback it's going to end up being? Well, that's true. That's true. We only have one uh, one pandemic uh, game of film play game. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I, I okay. So here's the other, the other thing that I was kind of thinking is like you know, when, when we did score predictions and I was trying to go through kind of like feel of the game. I actually found myself just again maybe this is just because it's like the second week, but using like terms that are kind of just like generic Auburn Georgia classic Auburn Georgia game terms, right? Like two SEC heavyweights. Uh, oh yeah, between the you know, hedges, it's gonna be a battle, deep right? South, uh, it's like deep southwest rivalry. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's like I don't know. Those are kind of my talking points, and just I don't know. It's just like based off that history and how close the series is. Um, I just, I don't know. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight one. I think. I think. It's yeah. Gonna be a tight game. Well, you know, of course, I I did some research, and as you know, Georgia has, as I'm sure you know, Georgia has won the last eight of ten. Um, but what's concerning to me a bit is that Auburn hasn't won in in Athens in almost 15 years. The last time we walked away um, from Athens with a win was 2005. So. Yeah. In some ways, you know, obviously that's not great, but I do kind of like that for um, for that underdog mentality because I feel like Auburn kind of plays into that a lot of times, like, oh, we're coming in as the underdog. We haven't won in this amount of time. And then I think also the fact, like we've already said, like, is this really going to be a home game type environment or is this almost more like playing at a neutral field now granted mm -hmm. it's sold out but twenty three thousand fans i mean that's not that's just not the same situation not to mention uga is not going to be on the field. <laughs> that is true there's, there's no live mascots right like the eagle no. the eagle did not fly last week is that, that correct is, that is correct no live mascots, but I mean, works to Auburn's advantage because he's not going to be able to attack defensive defenseless players like we've seen in the past. Well, defensive players that eventually get uh, arrested for drug trafficking, but we don't mention that. 
Look, not everyone knows that Ugga, uh, uh, he moonlights as a drug dog. As a so, drug dog. All right. Well, yeah. who knew? Who knew? <laughs> now, if this was any other year and it was a night game going into Athens, I would be very concerned about, you know, how this is going to shake out. But I honestly think that the fact that it is kind of this weird um, pandemic game might play to our advantage a little bit. Um, it could. I keep I keep saying just like like things are going to get weird. And I mean, we saw it last week already. I mean, Mississippi State beating LSU, Georgia, right. Auburn, or Georgia, Arkansas being seven to five at one point. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's already, it's already weird. Yeah. Um, now are Georgia fans thinking of doing a blackout? I need to know, Jim. <laughs> I need to know. So again, um, you know what? I think I'll just release this episode after the other episode. So I think <laughs> we can just fully discuss that and I don't have to cut stuff out. So we also had in our predictions what color jer- jerseys will Georgia wear? I have, I have um, no doubt that the uniforms was part of the the preview yeah. show on a Georgia yes, I, yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, not all, not all do that. I, I happen to love the uniform talk. I'll say there's another. Um, one of my my favorite Georgia podcast, waiting since last Saturday. They actually didn't talk about that, which I was shocked because uh, their host Scott Duvall is a lover of uniform talk, and they didn't talk about that at all. But I think I feel like it's because again, it's early black jerseys against Auburn. We just all think of that 2007 November game, right? And, right. You know, I don't know. And so, like thinking about it here, the other thing is too with the way we played last week in alternate uniforms. I just feel like zero percent chance. Kirby is up for another alternate uniform game after that, right? That's my thing. And the other thing, my my statement I made is that Kirby Smart is a card-carrying member of the Georgia Uniform Police. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a – I don't think he's much of a fan of the – of the alternate uniform. So yeah, so I say 0% chance towards the red. Okay. All right. All right. Because I did – I mean, I did look. You do have, in the modern era, a three-to-one – blackout record with Auburn being one of those one of those uh one of those games yeah that was that so that was the first game and that that was two years after that the other game so I was at both those games I was at that 05 where we lost yeah right at the end what was that that 05 game I believe someone else was with you that I may know (laughs) (laughs) let's see no, no, no. He was with me at the uh... in the car, in the car, on the way there, and the way back. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's oh eight Bama game is what that that the oh eight the the one loss. Yeah, that, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Megan's husband was with me <laughs> in the two thousand eight. As a Bama fan. As a Bama fan, did not we didn't sit together, but we we did we did ride there and back. Yeah, that so that game is like the reason why Georgia fans are afraid of wearing black now, right? Yeah, and, that, and that's the only time we've lost wearing right. those things, which is right. it's, it's comical to that to me. But like that that freaks so many people out that like they can't they can't be worn again. So yeah. Um. Okay. So would you be willing to? make a prediction on the game including a score Uh, including a score okay so i think oh man all right um so uh with uga having a quarterback dilemma nick's coming in with 
experience with big SEC games. Vegas right now had, or last time I checked, they had Georgia by a touchdown. Okay. I think it's, so it's I, come down a little bit. I think it opened at like eight. Oh, it opened I'm at surprised eight. It, I'm still I'm surprised it's still at seven. That I, I thought it would come down a lot. It's interesting. I think, I mean, I, I feel like we're going to have a decent scoring game, but it's not going to get out of control. I'd be willing yeah. to say maybe like 17-14 Auburn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, so um, I, and I'll just, I'll, I'll lay it out. I went uh, 21. I forget what I had for my Auburn score. I, I had, I think I had 21-17 okay. Georgia. So we're right there in that same ballpark. Yeah. Um, yeah. John had, John had 21-10 Georgia, but yeah, I think like, and and there, like I just tend to think of like, could this team blow out the other team, and like vice versa, and then will it be close? But just close game for me, just with everything going on, seems right for this one. Not to yeah. mention the fact that it's generally a close game anyway. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> and then, like, add everything else in. I just yeah. feel like that makes sense. So. Yeah. No, and I think honestly, if it were later in the season, you guys had an established quarterback. Um, you know, we could look at both teams objectively based on statistics. We could make maybe a better prediction of what it's going to be, but I mean, we, we don't have that. And I think based on just this circumstantial type stuff, I think it's fair to say that it's probably going, it's not going to be a low scoring game, but I feel like it is going to be a close game. Right. It's not going to be like the, like nine to six. No, 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 no. Not quite like that. Like there'll be touchdowns. There'll be touchdowns. I I, I don't see either team keeping the other out of the end zone. That that would shock me. I agree. That would shock me. Right. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we'll have the Deep South's oldest rivalry way too early. We both agree on that at least. Yeah. Yeah, that (laughs) is God bless. Yes. But we're, we're both I I do think that we're both uh we're both assuming that we are both in for a stressful day. On oh Saturday my night. Gosh, yes. <laughs> I'm already like <sighs> just thinking about it. And the other part about it that really kind of stinks is so usually, okay, we play Georgia around the second weekend in November, but then we play Bama right after that. And then it's Thanksgiving. And usually by Bama, people have kind of forgotten. Now, of course, I'm an Auburn girl living in a Georgia world. So people love to. <laughs> bring bring that up all the time but I feel like now because this is not the end of the season I'm gonna be hearing my students mouths about this game for mm. months and it's going oh I just I, I that, mean about that. yeah oh yeah yeah because they you usually got uh, like the Christmas break oh, coming yeah. up over there right if if in years that you lose to right well to and it would be the end of the really the end of the season so it's like oh yeah we lost stinks you know i guess we're going to the fill in the blank bowl but now it's going to be like oh you guys lost and just think if you would have won this could have happened and you know like it's just going to be a long a long right. long 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 season of this i feel well i'd be lying i'd be lying if i said that i didn't hope that happened so I'll, I'll well yeah <laughs> 
Well, you know, and if it if it goes my way, Jim, I'll just be sure to um, like all of your Twitter posts when you are there go. Um, when you are commiserating with your uh, Georgia fan base. Hey, as long as you're, if you uh, also would be so kind as to like the My Gotta podcast uh, post, then that would, uh, you know. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Uh, it's no, great to fun. hear an Auburn perspective. Um, I think that'll be good for our listeners to hear. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jim, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.